0: Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times Crossword.
1: Hi, I'm Jean.
0: And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, July 8th, 2022. So, did you do the crossword?
1: Yes, I did.
0: All by your lonesome?
1: All by my lonesome self.
0: Did you find it tough?
1: It was not as tough as many Fridays, hmm. but um, I did it in thirty-one twenty-eight. Wow! Which is a you know l- lesser time than it usually takes me on a Friday. So, so um, I, I had a lot of trouble in the lower left corner, hmm. but uh, eventually I got it. Mm-hmm. I, I was able to get one here and one there, and then that helped. You know. Added on to another, and I eventually got it. But but yeah, I did it.
0: Yeah, I, I was able to do it as well. I found it a struggle. I did it in 4405. Uh-huh. And when I was finished, I felt like I should be breathing hard. Oh, Because <laughs> I was just like, man, that was hard. Uh-huh. Um, let me guess. You knew 15 across tart dessert topping as lemon curd. I
1: did, right off the
0: bat. See, I thought it was meringue. And w- oh, no,
1: that's not tart.
0: <laughs> well, also it's it doesn't fit if you spell it correctly, <laughs> but if you spell it with a one R, you can squeeze it in there, just sort of like meringue. Well, no, it says it's a tart dessert topping. So I thought the dessert was tart,
1: oh. as opposed
0: to a tart dessert topping. Uh-huh. I see your point. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I, I had no idea what a lemon curd was, so I, I didn't have it's a to tart
1: dessert topping. <laughs> so
0: so I've so I've been informed. Uh-huh. Um, even, even the very first, something, uh, one across, something a provoca- provocateur uh, opposes is uh-huh. status quo. Right. That took me a bit. Uh-huh. Um, and just, it didn't get any better from there. Oh, um no. 16 across, not true, was na Nah. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. however you want to pronounce that. Uh-huh. I generally don't say that. And that ran into 10 down, Mission Santa Blank the National Historic Landmark in California, um, Santa Inez. Santa Inez. Inez. Have you been to Mission Santa Inez? I have not, no. Oh, but you knew of it? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No,
1: but I got, na no, na, and I got underneath that um liar-playing great-granddaughter of Eight Down. I didn't know who her great-grandfather was, but... It's you know whenever it's a lyre playing nymph or whatever it's always Arato. <laughs> so I put that in right away and
0: it worked. Well, they had Orato just a day or two yes, ago. Yes, they
1: did actually.
0: So Orato is apparently making a comeback,
1: uh-huh. at and least in the New York Times. Great, great granddaughter of eight down, who was uh, the sky father of Greek myth or
0: Uranus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Uranus was right next to uh, seven down portmanteau unit of computing information, which was a qubit. Oh, I That's, bet you knew that. Well, I, I, I didn't. I, I had a feeling it was ending. Actually, no, I did not. Oh. Um, I mean, eventually I was able to recognize the word, but uh-huh. I, I didn't I didn't start with that. And then um, that T of qubit ran into 24 Cross drugstore brand name for its target area. Oh, yeah. And it was Tums. Yeah, that was good. And and I started inventing brands that had the word gut in them because I had the <laughs> U. I had the U and I, I thought maybe it's like, I decided there was a a, a medical or a, a drugstore brand called Gut X. I don't know if you're familiar with Gut X. And and I picked X just because it- Gas X. Oh, there you go.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> but gut X, I mean, that sort of sort of makes you think it'll erase your gut. Gut X, X out the gut.
0: <laughs> In any event, it would mean that twenty-five down, like, uh, excuse me, like much of Maine would have to start with an X. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> x rayed <laughs>
0: <Okay>, X-rated. <laughs> what a...
1: Even better. <laughs>
0: x-rated would have worked and offended and we'd like to apologize by the way right right now to all of our main listeners we did not mean to imply that you were x-rated in any way except maybe an excellent state to be in but (laughs) but the answer turned out to be sylvan Uh which means wooded yes did you know that no. I had never heard the word sylvan before.
1: No, me either. Uh, I, and here we live in a sylvan state.
0: I guess a, a, a sylvan state without benefit of the word sylvan defined. Um, let's see. I mean, I just, everywhere in this crossword, I, I just there sort were, of.
1: There were tricky clues. Right. Like, um, uh, I liked uh, 33 across, offering with a blessing. I was trying to think, oh, offering with a blessing mm-hmm. would be like a donation or a tithe. that turned out to be a kleenex yes i love that and then also i put this in right away and then i took it out and then i had to put it back in 28 down like ancient roman senators senators and it was toged toged
0: t-o-g-a-e-d yes what a word.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I So I was, that. in fact, I think that might have been where I ended up because I made the mistake, so this is going to get a long way to explain Toged, but uh, three down was river for which a European capital is named. And I had A-M-S-T, so I thought, oh, it's Amster.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Which meant that 27 across, that R of Amster, ran into what some screens catch, and I put down Rind. Because I thought maybe when you're like grating a lemon or something, you get rind and you catch it in a screen. Anyway, <laughs> you may laugh, but that meant I would like
1: to see the little gadget called the 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 rind screen.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm planning to call it the the rind stone cowboy. I don't know. Anyway, so that meant that rind the d of rind ran into. Uh, 28 down which again i did not know like ancient roman senators so i had it as dogad, <laughs> and i'm like doga doga eid and as and eventually i i somehow recognized that i had a i knew i had a problem there cuz i had doga eid and um then eventually i was able to sort of fight my way back and get rind out of it but
1: the screen was I'm a sorry. lint.
0: Screen. I'm sorry. Get the rind out and get the lint in.
1: Uh-huh. Yes, which
0: makes much more sense. when oh, some yeah, screens definitely. catch lint. Uh huh. Um, and fifty-five across urchin, perhaps. I started off with tyke. Oh. Which I think is too short. For, well, no, it
1: would fit t y k e.
0: Well, I mean, I know I know that it would fit lengthwise, but I was thinking like an an actual tyke would be too young a person to be... Oh, no. Oh, anyway, it wasn't... But an
1: urchin, I mean, you usually think of an urchin as
0: sort of a little, poor little child. Right, sure.
1: So a waif, waif makes more sense.
0: Yeah, yes. Oh, and then that A of waif ran into 45 down... Uh, which said C39 across and 39 across said or no sorry 38 across with 45 down pre-marriage name of a 1940s to 50s first lady did you have any trouble with that
1: well i once i knew it was eva the first name was eva 38 across i knew it was eva peron and i was just i was trying to think oh what was her name what was her name before she was eva peron mm-hmm. and it was duarte Duarte
0: see since I'm not up on first ladies I just assume well,
1: I mean it's, it's a first lady of
0: Argentina <laughs> well I I know that but I was thinking well perhaps there's some first lady in the. US no. named Eva oh, no. I don't I don't keep track you of know, first ladies the,
1: the 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 pre-marriage name of a 40s 50s... First Lady would be Bess, Bess Truman.
0: Well, I was thinking about Bess, Mm -hmm. and... and But
1: it doesn't fit. No. And who knows what Bess Truman's maiden name was.
0: Eva Duarte, (laughs) I believe.
1: (laughs) No, I don't think so.
0: Yes, indeed. It's a little known fact that Harry S. Truman actually married Eva Mm Perron. And, oh, one thing that was sort of amusing, uh, one down, dropped as in the rankings. I thought it was going to be fell, and it turned out to be slid. Uh-huh. But then 56 down, cut down, was fell. And I'm like, ha, huh, I found my fell. Uh-huh. I, had, I, had a, my, I had the right answer, uh-huh. just in the wrong place.
1: Yeah, it doesn't always work.
0: But. No, it's it's sort of rare that it does. Oh, and, and 60 across, uh, magazine position. I had it ending in editor. I had it and then there were three letters in front, and uh, I I, f- I figured out it started with an A, so I had ads editor.
1: I did, too. I, I did, too.
0: But I was trying to figure out, what does an ads editor do?
1: Well, they would edit the ads.
0: And then a dog that's across... It a, turned
1: out to be art editor. Y-
0: yes, it did. Thank you. because Because if you had ads, it meant that 50 down, the... Dog that's a cross of two French named breeds was was a bison, and exactly. I thought that's a bit big for a dog. <laughs> so um, I, I don't or, know
1: what the two breeds are, but the answer was be baton, baton.
0: Right, baton. Well, Bitton. probably not pronounced like baton. B i t o n. Right.
1: Maybe any any listeners who are dog enthusiasts would know what the two French breeds. Were, were that create a beton? A beton,
0: bit, yes. Dong. And if you happen to have any betons that are listening in, say hi to them for me <laughs> for us, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, 61 down, blank fratelli, a tomato sauce brand. And I had it starting with a D, and I started thinking Dawn, but that's sort of more like a, a mafia type, <laughs> yes. You probably don't want to name your your pasta after that. Uh-huh. So uh, but anyways it turned out to be Day D E I. Day Fratelli. That uh-huh. sounded that sounded better than actually I was thinking is it Don or is it Dom? But anyway.
1: I thought uh, it was interesting. Fifty two down, source of some fur was a stoat. Mm-hmm. And that was in yesterday's crossword. And that's where I really got Confused, I was having a great deal of trouble in that area because it was like relative of an otter, mm-hmm. and I had no idea. Mm. And and it took me so long to get stoked. And so when I had this one, I had like you know three of the letters. I'm like, it's a stote. I know it's a stote.
0: So you were stoked to I say stote. I was
1: stoat. stoked to say stote.
0: Yes. Ah, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, sort but of.
1: see, I learned. I learned yes. from yesterday.
0: Well, I also noticed thirty-four down. Tricky thing to pull off was magic act. Uh-huh. So three days in a row. Wednesday we had the uh, the the theme of uh, pulling a rabbit out of a hat. Right. Mm-hmm. Then we Mag- had and
1: then we had magic trick as a
0: we had abra. Yeah, no, magic.
1: Magic trick was in was the spoiler, right?
0: Yes, that's mm-hmm. correct for Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday we had abra. As right. the, as the the opening of a magic act that's or something correct. like yes. that, mm-hmm. and now we've got magic act. Right. So mm-hmm. apparently, Will is on a magic act kick.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> he's probably practicing to. Uh, I mean, he seems to me that he does magic every day because cause he's in charge of these crosswords. Uh-huh.
1: Well, of course, like yesterday we had uh uh-uh, uh, and today we have nuh uh-uh. uh. Oh, that's true. Yeah.
0: So. You wonder if he if he, he actually
1: patterns this week. Goodness.
0: Yeah. And I, I don't think it's that he goes out and sort of recruits people and no. says, "Hey, I need you to write a crossword and it's got to have magic acts somewhere in it." No. But four down, representative. So I had typical. It turned out to be totemic. Uh huh. It's like ooh. Yeah. That was sort of an expensive word. Uh huh. Um, and I, yeah. Sorry.
1: I liked uh, sixty-three across, Hot Wheels. Was a stolen car? Yes, that was, that was good. A
0: good, good clue. And then sixty-four across. My invention's autobiographer was Tesla. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I should have figured. Once that out.
1: I got that, see, I had no idea, but I knew that it ended in an A because I had fifty-four down was Hawaii's Hawaii's blank coast, and I knew that was Kona. Right. Um, so once I knew it ended in an A, that kind of kind of you know eliminated a lot of different names. Mm-hmm but eventually i got tesla and then once i got that then a lot of it fell into place for me because i had crick that was that was pretty straightforward 53 across you may wake up with one in your back Mm -hmm. i thought crick so that one i had and i had the one above it uh really feeling that was 48 across into and so then once i got tedla everything else just fell into place
0: yep I find it interesting that 63 across was stolen car, and the next across clue was Tesla. Uh (laughs) I wonder if there's a pattern there. Someone has stolen a Tesla, and they're desperately trying to signal help for help in the crossroad. Maybe. All right. Well, I think that is it for today, except for the fact that it is Friday. Yes. And time for Fun Fact Friday. And yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, (laughs) Mm -hmm. we had a reference to a, uh, a clue. Let's see if I can find it here. Um, I don't know if I've got it handy, um, but somewhere in there, there was a reference to Point Nemo. And uh, so the and it's like, Point Nemo, what is that? So this is from um, the website interestingengineering.com. And it's in this article um, by uh, Maya Mulco, and it was from June 18th of this year. Point Nemo, facts about the Earth's farthest point from land. Have you ever wondered where our space junk goes? So, Point Nemo is the most remote place on Earth, the place farthest from land. It is located in the South Pacific Ocean and lies about 1,670 miles from the nearest land. It is called Point Nemo because Nemo means no one in Latin. It is also the name of Jules Verne's fictional character Captain Nemo, who travels through the oceans in his submarine Nautilus in Verne's science fiction adventure novels 20,000 Leagues Under the Seas and The Mysterious Island. Point Nemo is not only the middle of nowhere, it is also a spacecraft graveyard, the place where NASA and other space agencies crash their deorbited satellites, space stations, and other decommissioned spacecraft, because it's farthest away from anything. Right. So it seems like makes a good sense. place.
1: Makes, makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Point Nemo is also referred to as the oceanic pole of inaccessibility. This means that it is the place in the ocean that is furthest away from any land. A pole of inaccessibility refers to a place on land that is the most inaccessible to reach according to set criteria. Um, The exact location of Point Nemo is 48 degrees, 52.6 minutes south, 123 degrees, 23.6 minutes west, and that is... Uh, again, 1,680 miles from the nearest islands in the South Pacific Ocean. So it's, um, those islands are, uh, Ducey Island, an uninhabited atoll that is part of the Pitcairn Islands to the north, Motunui, the largest of three islets near Easter Island to the northeast, and Mayer Island off the coast of Antarctica's unclaimed territory of Mary Birdland to the south. All of these islands are uninhabited. Who discovered Point Nemo? The location of Point Nemo was first calculated in 1992 by Croatian-Canadian survey engineer Hervoje Lukatela, based on the data from the digital chart of the world compiled by the U.S. Defense Mapping Agency. And um, uh, Lukatela used computational software to get a numerical resolution of around one millimeter. So that's a little bit about Point nemo point nemo yep i hope to go there one day fun fact yes indeed Mm -hmm. so that is it for today yes it is thanks everyone for listening thanks for helping make us one of the most popular podcasts about the new york times crossword to come out of northeast wisconsin and we will be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow
1: bye-bye